Welcome in. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show on the air. Full network on board now. Phone number 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You can uh, find us on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, or find us uh, via Ben Kenny, Ben Z. Kenny on Twitter. You can find that as well. Instagram, it's simple, The Bill Michaels Show. The Bill Michael Show. Same thing on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show. You can subscribe for free and watch us uh, every day. Uh, subscribe for free on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michael Show. Same thing over on Twitch TV. You can email the program. Always appreciate it when we get the emails. The Bill Michaels at gmail.com. The Bill Michaels at gmail.com. Also, uh, you can find the website. TheBillMichaels.com. You can download and listen to us anywhere and everywhere on the app, the live app, which is W-O-Z-N, the Zone out of Madison, W-O-Z-N, the Zone Madison app. But uh, after the fact, you can find us and uh, take us anywhere and everywhere, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, all that kind of good stuff. Anywhere podcasts are available, you can always find the show. Um, Jeff says, uh, hey, Bill, love the show. I've had a couple of kidney stones myself a couple oh, of times no. last time. Yeah, we've we, I, been. When you get one, at one, at some point, you may get one, and then you're going to hearken back on this experience. You're going to go, oh, oh man. Oh, so, I, so now I know what I'm going to talk about on my show today. <laughs> so, there you go. Uh, it happens, man. It's terrible. It, it's uh, like I said. I'm not going to equate it to childbirth, but they say it's it's pretty bad. Um, he said, uh, the ER lady doctor said she told me the kidney stones uh, and giving birth uh, to a couple of kids. She had the kidney stones. They were harder to pass and more painful than the actual kids. I don't wish either on anybody. I uh, would agree. Well, I mean, kids, childbirth, you've got to go through that, right? Did you guys hear any of that? Right? <laughs> Thank you very much. Ben has no empathy. None. None. I have a lot of empathy. Yeah, not for that, though. <laughs> yeah. um, what else do we got going on today? It's a Friday, man. It's, like, really quiet. It's weird because there's no Rogers controversy. Brewers are back at it, and uh, you hope to God they can take two out of three from Kansas City and start to put the, the train back on the track. Well, the schedule got, got leaked out by everybody before it dropped. Friday, right. Friday, a schedule release week is normally win-loss day. But we had that day yesterday. That's right. all off. Yeah. Uh, the NBA, Bucks aren't in it. Your 76ers are in it, but uh, they, they looked terrible last night in the fourth quarter. So you've got some good games on the dock. I'll, I'll tell you this. Have you watched any of the NHL playoffs? I've watched a lot of it. I always do. I, I See, I've never been, like, I've never followed um, – a lot of the NHL because we just, we don't have an NHL team. And so other than the Nashville predators and every now and then you pay attention, like when the Blackhawks were good and such, um, you know, other than the Nashville predators, you're kind of like, eh, you know, um, maybe I'll, I'll see what's going on. But you had a good one last night, the hurricanes and the devils. And, uh, and that thing ended up really solid. And uh, the Kraken and the stars, I just like saying Kraken, even though they got their ass whipped by the Dallas, the Dallas was up three zip last night. And then uh, at least the Kraken came back and put a couple of goals in the net before uh, the Stars ended up put, uh, putting two more in, in the back of the net. But, uh, man, that, that series has been pretty good. 
Uh, and the Stars, they they fought off. Uh, you know, Dallas leads that series three games to two, so that was tied going into last night. So a dominant performance there. You're back at it again tonight. Uh, and tonight, obviously, we got Milwaukee Admirals hockey as they take on Texas. You got the Panthers and the Maple Leafs, and uh, the the Florida Panthers lead the Maple Leafs in that series, uh, three games to one. And then the Golden Knights are back. You know, the Edmonton Oilers are uh, oh, in the Las the Vegas tonight. You're big on the Oilers? Yeah. Well, I want our friends up in Canada to win something, hockey-wise. Okay. Mostly the smaller, like Edmonton, I do not believe it is as large as, say, Toronto or even Montreal or Vancouver. So I I, I like the idea of those towns in in Canada winning something. It means a lot to them up there. Oh, God, yeah. Big time. Uh, so they take on the Golden Knights. Remember, the Golden Knights in their inaugural season ended up winning the Stanley Cup. So the Knights are back, and that t- series tied at two games apiece, playing out in Vegas, coming up tonight. And uh, here's the here was the uh, another question, and this was from uh, Jet Steve. He says, uh, with uh, the Golden Knights winning a championship, Vegas now having the Raiders, what's the next team to go there? Is it going to be NBA or Major League Baseball? I gotta think it's going to be Major League Baseball. Only for the fact that right now the A's are on the cusp of leaving, and there's already been talks for Vegas to get a Major League Baseball team. You can't act like Vegas doesn't exist anymore. You you just you just can't. They've got an NFL team. The NFL was uh, the NFL and Major League Baseball were the two teams or the two franchises that always held themselves in this high regard of we're above gambling. Even though the NFL knows they were built on gambling, uh, and Major League Baseball we just can't be near that. You know, blah blah blah. And now it's like, just just stop. Just put a team out there. If they're going to pay for it and the casinos are going to – the casinos are paying for everything out there because they've got a Formula One race coming. You know they're going to build a stadium for baseball. Yeah, it's it, that, that city is just blowing up. As a matter of fact, um, now I was, I was laying down last night after I'd had the pain meds and I was a mess, but uh, Clemens was texting me saying, hey, are we making our reservations for, uh, for going out and seeing the, the landscape? when the Packers play uh, the Raiders or on that uh, Monday night football game. And I said, well, you know, logistically for me to do the show, I have to be able to do the show first. So we'll have to see, but, uh, but we're making our reservations and getting our, getting our, our house now together for, for a Super Bowl Cause that's where the Super Bowl is going to be uh, next year. So we're now looking into that, which by the way, brings us to another, uh, cause we're what, this is the 12th. Um, of May, and we have not made any announcement about you, Ben. No, we've not. We haven't. It's going to wait Which a couple is gonna, weeks. You were going to? Well, but you got to go on the tour, man. I, you know how I feel about those things, Bill. Yeah, you know, know how I feel about those things. You know, if I had a Mr. Shusevsky, right now, who would I, I would be to be like Shusevsky? Yeah. Right. Uh, for those that don't know, Ben is leaving us. Oh, we're doing it today. I did it today. Only for the fact that I'm going to be talking about the house out in Vegas, and you were supposed to be going with us, and now you're not. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> the rumors Which are is, true. It's, yeah, the rumors are true. It, it, it's it's tremendous news for Ben. It's It's really sad for the show, but it's tremendous news for Ben. But Ben is leaving us at the end of the month. Um the, uh, he has got uh, the dream job to go back home to Philadelphia and work at the WIP, WIP. So when is your last day? It's going to be, what, the 26th? May 26th, two weeks from today. Yeah, two weeks from today. And I figure I'll – I've i written a lot 
I don't think I'm going to write anything, but I figure I'll I'll deliver some yeah sort of organized words at that point. I've done get my one together. I've done one because uh, I retired uh, a while ago before I ended up doing coming back and doing this. But I've done one note like that, you know. But uh, but yeah, because so, I had to mention it because I'm sitting there looking at the calendar. I'm like, well, wait a minute. It's the end of the month, but you're not going to the 31st. It's two weeks from today. So we got to make the announcement that uh, Ben Kenny, one young Ben Kenny, is going back home to Philadelphia, and he's going to work for uh, WIP, Philadelphia Radio, huge radio station, great opportunity. And had it been for anything else, had it been for, you know, a station someplace else, I would have said, no, you're not going to go. We're, we're going to do something else to keep you here. But for that, eh, you know, that's you got to go home. You know, if you get that opportunity and that's what you grew up on and stuff, I we wouldn't stand in the way of that. So, otherwise, we'd kill you. <laughs> I'm sure I'll be killed anyway. But uh, but now, uh, are you on the hunt for uh, for the next Ben Kenny? Uh, yeah, we're working on it. There are some. There's big progress that's been made. I don't know if anything is official, so I will reserve those words. But probably by next week, we'll know okay. something for sure. Okay. I I think it's been zeroed in on, but that's going to be I okay. maybe not confirmed confirmed. I don't know if I should be the one to throw yeah. it out there, but No, 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 no. Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, but I'm going to try to make it out to to Madison. We'll have a day or two out there and then I know you're coming this way, but yeah, for those that did not know, um this is it. So we have 2 weeks to go. 2 weeks to go. 2 weeks from today. Ben is heading back to uh the hometown of Philadelphia where he can scream and yell and complain <laughs> and have his hopes dashed and, you know, and, you know, get uh, greasy telephone poles and light poles and stuff in the neighborhood and try to climb them and all that kind of thing. So, Well, I would start with uh, probably requiring a thank you from all the people because I'm not going to be throwing all of my pain and misery onto them anymore, which I figure <laughs> would, would better the experience. But, yeah, I'm yeah. excited. I despise yeah. moving. And maybe this is one of our shows over the next couple of weeks despise moving with with all of all of my being and the the logistics involved with packing and driving across the country it's a Mm -hmm. lot more than i ever could imagine so i'm dreading like i i am very excited uh it's a great opportunity it's been amazing here it's you know bittersweet to leave obviously but the only thing on my mind right now is that i i am petrified of driving a u-haul trailer Completely really? petrified. I, huh. I Something's going to go wrong. I, I know it will, and then I'll be stranded in some offense to the state of Ohio. It's a terrible state to drive through. I'm going to be stranded in Ohio. I'm trying what to think. If do? you're going to Philadelphia, what are you going, uh, south 65 to 74 and then across? I'm on one road the whole time. I go th- straight through from Chicago, through Indiana, through Ohio, through Pennsylvania. Oh, you're going to I-90 then? I believe so. Yeah, the I ninety tollway. Oh, that's a terrible road. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, it's it's, it's the worst. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, I would no. I would uh, no. I would. Uh, I wouldn't do that. I mean, uh, I guess that's the way to go. But I, I I'd go, I'd go south seventy uh, sixty five down to seventy four and across through, through Cincinnati and then go through the the town and then go east from there. Because that I ninety tollway is terrible. It's awful. That's, that's, ooh. I got to hit it in one day, though. You know, once you add some, some routing. Yeah, you'd add a lot of miles to it, no doubt. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, so there you go. That's dropping the news that uh, that uh, you got, uh, you know, Ben Kenny about that, ready to exit the uh, next. Now, next week, it won't be the big deal. The week after, you know, there'll be people coming in, giving you, you know, couches, rocking chairs. They'll be, you know, dropping off all kinds of food for you. Oh, gosh. You know. I hope they take my couch. <laughs> like, it just all my stuff I have, just take it. I don't want to move. Oh, but yeah, I will. Uh, I'll, I'll have organized thoughts once we get to that week. Yeah, it's still okay. it's in my mind. You know what I mean? But there's so much yeah. going on right now that I haven't sat down and really thought yet. Yeah. Well, that's that was the thing is that uh, we were excited because this year was going to be the year this coming year was going to be the year that you were going to join us uh, on, you know, our Super Bowl trip. And you get a chance to, you know, not only, uh, you know, hang out for a full week with one young Mike Clemens. But uh, then you get to see Mike in his glory and uh, kind of the freakish hours that he works and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So all the stories that I have for you, you can go, oh, they are true. Because Mike works all hours. He'll work till 4 in the morning and then go to bed, wake up at 8, go do his thing, come back, sleep for an hour, get up, work till 4 in the morning. I mean, he's just crazy. So I, all that kind of stuff. Hey, if the Eagles make it, who knows? Yeah. Well, yeah, then you'll be, be back. Working then capacity. Back. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. We get, we're going to come back. we got a lot more to get to. This portion of the Bill Michael Show brought to you by our friends over there at Quick Trip. Quick Trip right now, they have got uh, some good stuff going on because if you use your Quick Rewards card, not only can you kind of relieve yourself some pain at the pump, but in addition to that, if you go in and say you need a pair of sunglasses and you go in and buy the eye gogs and you're going, well, these are pretty cool, you know, these are not too bad. You know what? You use your quick rewards card, you're automatically entered to win a Sea-Doo Spark personal watercraft. Not one, but two, plus the trailer and everything else along with it. Purchase any iGogs eyewear, including the neons, with your quick rewards card, and then you're in the drawing for two Sea-Doo personal uh, watercraft. Uh, the Sea-Doo Sparks, not a bad way to go, plus the trailer. Contest ends at the end of the month. So get into Quick Trip, and uh, you can also go and download the app and check the app and such for all the details as well. But always, they always have some good stuff. Yesterday, as a matter of fact, the only thing I ate yesterday because I was feeling kind of ill, uh, the only thing I had was one of those cheeseburgers. And I got up there because I went in to buy cranberry juice because I see drink cranberry juice for the kidney stones. So I'm buying all this cranberry juice, and I thought, oh, I just need something to eat. So I ate, got the cheeseburger. Cheeseburger was free. I built up the points. There is nothing better than a free cheeseburger. I'll tell you that right now. Stop in a quick trip, and you, too, may be able to get yourself a free cheeseburger. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Sunday morning, this is what you do. Instead of going to the big brunch, go, hey, Mom, you want a Bloody Mary? You want some pancakes? Go over to the social house. Take her to the social house. Sit back, relax. You get yourself a Bloody Mary. Free pancakes. So that way, if you don't have a ton of money to take Mom out, you're good to go. Get a nice breakfast sandwich or something like that. And just enjoy yourself. Make it a relaxing, easy kind of day, you know? Social house, West Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls. That's the way to go. Stop in and tell everybody over there uh, that we said hi and take mom to the social house. H-A-U-S, social house, West Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls. Menominee Falls, right around the corner of Menominee Falls in Brookfield, we'll say, so in that area. Um, 
The uh, did you? Uh, this is from JJ. Says, did you see Yard Barker's article? The former NFL quarterback Scott Mitchell calls A Rod washed up and gives the Jets a twelve percent chance of getting to a Super Bowl. Now, I don't know where he comes up with a twelve percent chance, but I can understand. I, I'm not going to go as far as to say washed up because I think that's erroneous. Maybe disinterested, you know, last year. I, I just, again, I go back a few years ago when Jordan Love was drafted and he comes back and he says, here you go. Here you go. I'm going to go ahead and win not uh, only one, but two MVPs. I'm going to throw this team on my back, do everything we possibly can. The problem was, Then when they got to the postseason, they faltered. So can he win a Super Bowl anymore? I'm not going to say no, but I, you know, he gives he gives the Jets the best chance to win. Absolutely, no doubt. Whether or not they're going to win a Super Bowl, yeah, you got to have a defense to back you up. Got to have a defense to back you up. But to call him washed up, no. Scott Mitchell, long time ago. Scott Mitchell, he uh, he was what a Detroit Lions quarterback, right? Scott Mitchell was the Lions quarterback, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, yeah, I, look, there's some people that love Rodgers, that think he's an unbelievable talent, that thinks that uh, the organization shortchanged him for years via talent. And you can't always argue with that because, you know, Goody did everything he could to try to push the chips to the middle of the table. But Ted Thompson, towards the end, you know, specifically the last couple of years of Mike McCarthy, it was kind of like just, you know, Here's Aaron. Go win us games. Go put us in the Super Bowl. And they they kept trying to fit square pegs into round holes. It just it, it wasn't working. And then, obviously, all the things happened behind the scenes, and the change was made. But I, uh, I don't think that the organization did Rodgers, as far as his talent and ability, do justice when it came to kind of pulling out all the stops to push the team over the top. Had they done that a while ago, this team might have another Super Bowl or two. Uh, but I, I'll say this. Go back to that game in, in Seattle, 2014. They should have won that game. That would have been his second championship. Because I firmly believe they beat the Patriots if they win that game and put themselves in the Super Bowl. I firmly believe that. But just too many player-initiated dumb mistakes that cost them that game. And I said it that night on the air doing the postgame show. I said, until this team gets back to a championship, that 2014 game will forever, like a knife in our heart, just, just sit there. And every year that this team does not get to a Super Bowl and does not win one, it'll be twisted a little bit tighter. It just It's, it's painful to think about. And I know that the memory now has drifted a little bit now that we're sitting here nine years away from it. But that, to this day, still sticks with me. Clay Matthews pulling himself out on a goal line stand. Micah Hyde not knowhere to go on a two-point conversion. Julius Peppers telling Morgan Burnett to go down inexplicably when Morgan Burnett had all kinds of real estate ahead of him and really not anybody but five to ten yards behind him. No idea why he told him to do that. 
And then obviously Bostic, and there's just there was numerous other plays. Mike McCarthy taking his foot off the play calling in, in three drives, three possessions, second half, third quarter specifically, three and outs, run, 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 out, run, 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 out. Like he was trying to, like at that point in time, he was battling the clock way too early to start doing that. That was a bad move. That I admit. But it's just, I, I just, that that one is going to forever, until they get back to and win a Super Bowl, that's going to forever stick with me. And and really, in the legacy of Aaron Rodgers, that, if I'm Rodgers, that would stick with me. That would be the one where I just keep, every night that I would lay my head on my pillow and I think about it, I would roll my eyes and get angry. Because that game was right there. All you had to do was take it and play smart football. And guys on the field, veterans on the field, were doing things now, Bostic and, and Micah Hyde, they weren't veterans. But others were on the field. I mean, think about it. If Julius Peppers doesn't tell Morgan Burnett to go down, and Morgan Burnett, say, doesn't go down at midfield, say Morgan Burnett gets down to the 20, runs another 30 yards, gets to, which he would have, gets down even to the 20, and they kick a field goal. Those three points, they win the game. It, it just it changed the complexity of the game. And even... And I was there. Even even the Seattle Seahawks were like, what the hell did he do? Why would he do that? They were even stunned. They were like, all right, you just gave us one. So I get it. I get where you're coming from. But, man, that would just that would just be – that will forever just stick with me because that should have been Super Bowl number three with these, you know, two phenomenal quarterbacks. That would have been your your fourth appearance – and your third championship, which sounds dramatically different than only two Super Bowls with two Hall of Fame quarterbacks for 30-plus years. You know? It would it, it would be three Super Bowls and in four attempts in 30 years of Hall of Fame quarterback play. Now, it's still, in some people's opinion, it's not enough, but it would just, the sound of that would be so much better. So much better. Um... Tom says, that game ripped my heart out. Uh, absolutely. Tom, I 100% agree. I, I I think about it, I get angry. You know, I remember Sean Slocum on the sideline yelling at Bostic. Okay, remember, remember, Jordy's behind you. Remember Jordy's – I mean, Slocum fell on the sword for that, but he, he didn't really have to. I mean, he was screaming at Bostic, don't go after the ball, block for Jordy. Before the play, during the play. They were screaming at him. And and the guys on that front, they had the hands team behind him. I mean, it was all set up right there. And had Bostic not gone up for it, if you ever look at the film again, Jordy's right there. Jordy, it's it's like it's coming down. And Bostic jumps and Jordy's like like with his arms out, like what what the hell? And the ball falls to the turf and Seattle gets it and the rest is history. Man. Uh, Chuck says, I would laugh my ass off if the Jets suck this year and Rodgers retires after only one year in New York City. Uh, good draft choice for Green Bay, and the Jets are then screwed for years to come. That's, Chuck, I I don't, I would, I love watching Aaron Rodgers play, so I hope he doesn't retire. But if he does, and he plays this full season, and he goes out, be, put it this way, if the if the season doesn't go the way they'd hoped, 
There's no way Rodgers is just going to say, I won't play. I won't, I'm going to retire. I won't play. I, I, that's not the way he's going to go out. He's going to go out battling. Oh, that's why the whole thing about unless he gets hurt, that's the reason the whole thing about playing 65% of the snaps, there's no way. There's no way he's going to bail. Packers are going to get a first-round draft choice next year unless major injury happens. Packers are going to get a first-round draft choice. What happens to the Jets? Who knows? Who knows? You know, I, I still think the Jets have a legitimate shot at maybe being a wild card, but I don't think they're – I would be surprised if they won the division. That's it. Dave says, for me, it was the Super Bowl that Elway and the Broncos beat us. That was painful. Didn't let it go until Woodson carried us to the win in 2010. That game, David, I've talked to I talked to Favre. I've talked to Gravedigger. I've talked to Leroy Butler about all of this. They believed they were going to win, and they just threw their helmets out on the field. They just knew they were going to win. They could, and then when they realized we're in a game, they couldn't just flip the switch and turn it on. But the lead-up to that, they felt they were going to win. Every one of those guys will tell you, we should. We were the better team. We should have won. But they didn't because of the attitude going into it, that they just rolled through the NFC. They knew they were going to win. They were going to get their back-to-back Super Bowls. Brett wasn't studying. They were, they were, they were, they were still giddy and drunk with success from the previous year's Super Bowl. And they just felt they were going to win. They just took Denver for granted. Simple as that. And they ended up losing that game. Yep. 100%. 877-867-1670. Going to do a little grilling for mom this weekend? I would. I would. Stop down to Robert's Specialty Meats. Say, Mom, what do you like? Want a big steak? You want a big steak? Get some rub and stuff on that thing. Get one of those really good. They've even got the Wagyu beef steaks down there. You can get one of those. Get some chicken breast. Get the ribs on a stick. The garlic parm chicken skewers. Or maybe, Mom, you want an Al Capone roast? We'll cut it up. Got the cheesy goodness in there with all the different meats and all the different flavors. Whatever. Yeah. And we'll get all the deli stuff. You get the salads, the pasta salads, the coleslaw, anything you want down there. They make it fresh. Just say, Mom, you don't do a damn thing. You here, Here's a bottle of wine. Just sit out back, sit there in the sun, put up the umbrella, turn the TV on, enjoy yourself, listen to some music, read a book. We'll take care of you. Got a little grilling going on. We're going to grill something up for everybody. Celebrate Mom that way. Go to Robert's Specialty Meats, Waukesha.com. That's Robert's Specialty Meats, Waukesha.com on Sunset Drive in Waukesha. I'm telling you right now, you cannot go wrong. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. show hopefully you're enjoying your friday 
Our buddy Dwayne says, glad he was able to meet Ben at the golf outing and share a couple of drinks and a lot of laughs. There you go. That's from Dwayne. Oh, thank Listen you, Dwayne. Program today. There you go. I appreciate the, the kind words. Again, I was, I was admittedly not really prepared, you know, with a statement, things of that nature. Yeah. My PR team uh, wasn't working <laughs> overtime yet to get all that stuff out there, but still got time. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Dwayne, though. I appreciate it. Yeah, we had a good time. We uh, that was uh, there was some uh, belly laughing going on that, uh, and some of the stuff, well. <laughs> you know, so, some of the stuff was like we we can't even tell that on the air, you know. So we had we had a good time though at uh, Tangled Hickory. I still am trying to find out such good uh, chairs, the, man. Oh. oh, I'm trying to find out those chairs. Incredible chairs. There, there's there's a bar in Viroqua called Tangled Hickory, and I have got to find out where they got those chairs that's what i'm putting in the new studio is that that's what i want to sit in in here is is those chairs oh my god those things were so comfortable if that was at a bar that i would frequent i would never leave that chair i would just sit there and just have my mail delivered there i do the show from the bar that those things were incredibly comfortable so i'm looking for those chairs so if anybody's in the baroque area let me know where they get those chairs holy mackerel um, boy, we're waxing nostalgic today. This one is from uh, Jason. Jason says, "Yeah, Elway, he still pisses me off every time I see his ugly face. What a what a horse!" Uh, Tom says, "With the accrued talent on this roster and the number of quality veterans on this team, uh, thinking seven and nine would be an ultimate failure for this team." Let's go to Craig listening to us in Milwaukee. Craig, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill, how you doing? Doing great. What you thinking? So uh, there's this, it seems to be there's this narrative out there about Rodgers running the offense any way he wanted and this loose cannon doing this and that. And it, and I don't think it was that way. I, where, where did that narrative come from? And why do people believe that Rodgers just did anything he wanted out there? Um, You know, and, and Rodgers didn't. He got uh, basically uh, two ways to go per play. It was either an RPO or it was a handoff, and that was pretty much it, or a throw to one guy or the other. It wasn't like he just kind of ran the offense. I think it's because towards the end of the Mike McCarthy era, um, I mean, he was quoted by other guys around him saying, F that, I'm not running that, and we're going to run something else. I think that's where he got that reputation. Yeah, I just, to me, I mean, it, we're gonna, in a couple years, we're going to be wishing we had Aaron back, I bet. Granted, I get it. He was tiring, his, but as a football player, as a quarterback, that's mm-hmm. going to be really hard to replace. No, nope, I 100% agree with you. Um, appreciate the phone call. I, The narrative on Rodgers got worse as time went on because of his actions and things that he said that turned out to be not true. So people looked at him and said, "Oh, well, you're lying about this. You're, you're, you know." Um, I, I don't think Rodgers had complete autonomy to run the offense how he saw fit. I just, I don't believe that. In the two minute drill, he did, but I don't think he had just this. You know, he, he did what he wanted. He wasn't rogue, if you will. Um, I think he took a lot of blame. But where people got frustrated 
and where the narrative came from was in big ball games when other guys were open, he didn't throw to them. He wanted his guy. That was Devontae for a while, or it was Lazard or Cobb. He wanted his guy. And so the way the perception become, became reality is that he was going to do his own thing. He was going to throw the ball where he wanted and not the way the play was drawn up. Even though the routes in that particular play with those particular receivers, that was the play. He ran the play where he wanted to go with the football was more in his mind of the trust factor than it was just throwing to the open receiver. And I think that's where the perception became reality in a lot of people's minds. You know, third and two, guys wide open over, wide open over the middle. Clearly, you know, you can move the sticks. You know, get a first down, continue on the drive, and he didn't do that. Third and two, it's shotgun, dropping back, throwing deep, you know, 50-50 balls. And you're like, what, what, what are you doing? Why are you doing it? And that was the that was the play that was called because the guy that you could have thrown to to pick up the first down was open over the middle. But he chose to throw to other guys. And I think that's where, you know, when he chose to throw to Devontae Adams, who was double and triple team against San Francisco, when he chose to throw to Devontae Adams and, uh, you know, not go to Alan Lazard wide open over the middle against Tampa Bay in the NFC Championship game. Those those things became glaring, you know. The irony is that in games that mattered the most, now, granted, Favre's was an NFC Championship game and Rodgers was just trying to get into the postseason, but both Favre and Rodgers, who then go off to New York, both of them ended their career in Green Bay on an interception. Just the irony in all of that, you know? J.J. says too many three and outs uh, and bad red zone percentages killed this team. 100%. 100%, I would agree with that. Uh, let's go to John listening to us in Houston. John, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill. Excellent show as always. Every time I Thank listen, you. I'm hungry for barbecue or pork chops after the, after I <laughs> after I listen for a while. Well, if you're in Houston, <laughs> man, you got some good meat down there, dude. You got uh, you got the big cattle ranches down there. You're good. Yeah, oh, I guess. Yeah. Give that. your sweetie the best meat you can possibly give her. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Um I listened to that Jordan uh, Love press conference, and, you know, I think the guy's confident, and you can correct me, but I think Aaron's first year, he put up some pretty good stats, but the Packers were like, I don't know, six wins, seven wins, something like that, six and 11. Mm -hmm. I, I, I can't remember, but look, if Jordan Love puts up some pretty good stats and shows that he's a good quarterback... I'm pretty bullish, even if they only win six games, because I think they'll have more cap space in 24, probably a couple first-round picks, another draft. And if he puts the stats up and they get another draft and some free agents that they can bolt on next year, I think sky's the limit. Yeah, I'm less concerned about the wins and more concerned about how Jordan Love plays and what kind of numbers he puts up. That's, that's, those are my comments. Right. Yeah, the appreciate the phone call. Just you, when you look at Rogers' first year, and it's everybody brings it up. Uh, the team went six and ten. We know that. 
Uh, his completion percentage was 63.6. He threw for just over 4,000 yards. 28 touchdowns, 13 picks. Um, quarterback rating of 93.8. QBR of 62.9. Uh, he was sacked 34 times. The most he was ever sacked, I think, was 51. And uh, that was the 2012 season. But he was sacked 34 times, and they, you know, like you said, they only won six games. The next year, they came back and um, won the. Uh, you know, they went 11 and five, and that year was an incredibly solid year for that team because then he threw 30 touchdowns and only seven picks. The most touchdowns he's ever thrown was 45, or excuse me, 48. And that was a couple of years ago, uh, 2020, when he won the MVP. Because he's thrown 48, he's thrown 45 touchdowns. That was the 2011 season. That was when the offense was unstoppable. Uh, he won an MVP, the whole deal. And but yet they were beaten. They went uh, 14 and one that year, and they ended up um, getting beat by by New York in the postseason. Their only blemish was the Kansas City Chiefs that year. But I, I don't – if Jordan Love puts up the statistics that Rodgers did his first season, I think we'd all be kind of happy with that. Quarterback rating of 93.8, QBR of 62.9. Uh, Rodgers' best QBR ever – was 83.8, and that was the year they had a quarterback rating of 122.5. That was his best quarterback rating ever. He had, uh, go back uh, to 2020, he had a 121.5. He had a 111.9 the year after that when he won the MVP. Even the year that he had uh, his second MVP, the second MVP, his quarterback rating uh, was 112.2. His QBR was 77.8. Now, again, we're just kind of waxing nostalgic on the numbers here. You're not really expecting that out of Jordan Love, but if anything close to that happens, so be it. You know, I mean, then you ended up at least finding a guy that's more than serviceable. Tom says, if Love beats Minnesota twice, who cares? I'm happy. (laughs) Just... It's like beat the Bears, beat the Vikings. That's all we care about. First year, you're good to go. First year, good to go. Just do that. Just just beat beat the rivals. Call it a day. You can't really hate on Detroit. Detroit uh, hated on Rodgers, not personally on Rodgers. After Rodgers said, "I can't do that. We can't play like that and lose to that team." Remember, he said that last year, and they made him pay for it and made him eat his words and said it to him in the uh, tunnel after, as they were all walking off the Lambeau Field for the last game of the season. Made him, uh, made him kind of eat his words in that sense. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Our friends at Sloppy Joe's Smoke on the Water, uh, Smoke on the Water. They got a big, uh, big deal going on this weekend for moms. So if you are out and about, you want to do brunch, uh, you can Smoke on the Water or uh, over there at uh, Sloppy Joe's, which is a good old fashioned Wisconsin bar pub restaurant. Really cool. But if you are looking for something tonight. Starting out with a famous fish fry. You got Mission Accomplished playing the music tonight. 
Uh, the weekend, don't forget, they got the Brewers games on TV. Mission accomplished tonight. Road crew playing over there with smoked prime rib tomorrow. And then the Sunday Mother's Brunch. It's fantastic, but it's sold out. That's how good it is with Chef Jerry Garcia. So get over there tonight. Uh, enjoy the music with Mission Accomplished. Road crew tomorrow. And then uh, the sold-out Mother's Day brunch. That's how good they are. Good stuff going on over there at Smoke in the Water. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. me some pillow windows and doors of wisconsin so uh, right now zero percent financing 48 months and whether it's the innovations like roll screen and slider windows or just the peace of mind of laying your head on your pillow at night and the safety that they provide uh either way uh, they're the number one uh, choice by homeowners whether it's the vinyl the impervia which is stronger than fiberglass or the wood pillow windows and doors that's the way to go uh, hands down hands down Go to 855-PELLA-WI, 855-P-E-L-L-A-W-I, 855-PELLA-WI. Schedule the free, free in-home consultation. They can take a look at your uh, doors and windows and give you the estimate right there. Uh, There's different financing options available, like I mentioned. Or just simply go to Pella, P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com, PellaWI.com. Uh, Merlin says, when you're talking about Rodgers throwing to a double-covered Adams instead of an open receiver underneath, I believe it was the, quote, trust factor. Countless times, Lazard and others dropped passes right in their hands. Lazard's a great blocking wide receiver, but not sure, uh, not sure-handed. Rodgers hasn't had more than one real solid wide receiver at the same time in forever. Should uh, they throw to them anyway? Probably, but uh, can't blame him for going to a short-handed uh, wide receiver who's double-covered uh, rather than the open receiver that drops passes. Lazard's his guy. Lazard was his guy. Yeah, I get it that, you know, that there's been guys that have dropped some passes. I understand that. But if they're wide open for a first down and you stick in the breadbasket, that's all you can do. But throwing into double and even at times triple cover Devontae Adams, and I, it, it just, it, to me, it doesn't make sense. And to many others, it didn't make sense. You know, you can't develop trust if you don't throw to them. You know what I mean? I I get what you're saying. But you can't develop trust if you don't throw to the guys. Um, Scott says, just like Dumb and Dumber, 12%. So you're saying there's a chance. Hell, 12% is worth uh, 12 12 Lauren Hollies. There you go. Uh, Rich says, uh, hey, Ben, I pulled a U-Haul all through the... uh, AI to Alaska, uh, got some faith that you can do it. Richie has faith in you, Ben. Isn't that nice? I think he just wanted to talk about driving to Alaska. Yeah, well, that that's a haul. What, what, is the, uh, what is the time travel from here to Philadelphia? What, 13, 14 hours? Well, it depends on the driving speed. I've had 13 and a half, 14, okay. give or take. Okay. It's not bad. As I said, not much scenery. No. No. Not if you take the uh, 8090 crossway across the top of the uh, the states there. Yeah, no, that's there's not much. It's nerve-wracking too. 
because it's a that area is just traveled by trucks. It's just trucks, truck, 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 truck. I can't get over the amount of trucks that are on the highways right now. Anyway, as uh, as I've done a ton of traveling over the last you know three four weeks, but yeah, just that's a lot of trucks. It's a lot of interstate commerce traffic, so to speak. So I've done it four or five times now, and every time somehow. There always seems to be torrential weather at some point. Well, you always get bad weather. It doesn't matter. If you're doing a show on a Thursday night, you're going to get bad weather. If you're going home, you're going to get bad weather. I mean, it's, you know. Yeah. You're too young to remember Schlepprock. I am. Flintstones. I don't but know. But uh, Schlepprock, everywhere he went, it rained. He had like a rain cloud over his head. That's how you're I like feel. The, yeah. You're like the, you're like the Schlepprock of, of travel. <laughs> Two hours down, two hours yet to go. Stay tuned. We got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up, and it's coming up next.